0: Hi there friend. Welcome to the having a mom moment podcast. I am your host Shannon Warner. This podcast is all about taking a few moments for yourself and reconnecting to the amazing woman behind the title of mom. You have so many plates spinning at any given time between your kids, your partner, your job, maintaining a household, etc., etc. But where does taking time just for you play into that? Let's spend some time together, you and me right now we're rebranding a mom moment to those sacred moments you take to fill your cup first. Let's connect, tune in, and tap into what makes us the incredible women that we are. We'll nurture ourselves first so we can be our best selves for those we pour into on a daily basis. We'll also bask in the beautiful wisdom of other moms to learn about the ways in which they've tapped into alignment in their own motherhood journeys. Come on, mama. It's your time. We're having a mom moment. Hello, my loves. Happy New Year. I hope your holidays were fantastic. I'm still nursing this cold, so apologize for this voice that you're getting right now. This episode is super on theme with New Year and new goals. And if health and fitness is on your mind, you're going to love Tara. And even if it's not, she delivers so much good advice for anybody for any mom the things she talks about you can apply to other areas of your life so again even if health and fitness is under control in your world give this a listen and tara is just so fun to talk to tara gosling is a health and fitness coach for women and founder of the fit mum method she is australian based so m-u-m mum As a mother of three young boys she understands firsthand the juggling act that is modern motherhood she specializes in helping women develop healthy habits and a positive mindset around their bodies and health with a realistic approach that fits into busy schedules she gets it. As a coach, she specializes in helping women overcome mental barriers and limiting beliefs, developing practical strategies for meal planning, exercise, scheduling, and goal setting through building strong habits that last. She believes lasting change comes from within and that developing a healthy relationship with oneself is key to long-term success. I think you're going to love this episode. Let's get right into it. Here's Tara. Hi, Tara. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hey, Shannon. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited you're here. I love to have my guests start off by sharing a bit about their own motherhood journey. So can we get into yours?
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I have three boys. They are eight, six, and three. And yeah, I I honestly thought I was going to be a girl mom going into mm. all of this. I, I'm quite feminine myself um, but since having boys that's completely changed <laughs> and it's now just about as we were saying before about wrestling and mm-hmm. you know running around and keeping up with them and I love it like I, I can't even picture myself being a girl mom now Aww. now that I have boys um, but yeah I had my first um, Well, obviously eight years ago but he was definitely the hardest like postpartum he was, it was a hard birth Um, Then I had my second and his birth was really hard, but he was an easier child. And then my third came along and he was just a dream. Like I think, but that just comes with motherhood and experience and you learn to relax a lot more as you, as you go. But yeah, my motherhood journey has obviously there's been ups and downs. It hasn't been completely smooth sailing, but yeah, so far so good. And yeah, I love it. I love being
0: a mom. Oh, so far so good. Yeah. (laughs) So far so good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fingers crossed fingers crossed so can you tell us a bit about who you are and what you do and I'm excited because and I'm assuming here but I've had a lot of women on the podcast who the work that they do today is because of their motherhood transformation like they would not be where they are without being a mom and I'm getting the vibe that that's also your your story so can you tell us about that
1: yeah for sure so I am the founder of fit my method so this is my my baby business. It's my, well, I call it my third baby because even though I have three kids, it, um, it was, it came from my own struggles and my own, I guess, personal journey with trying to lose weight, trying to do it the sustainable way, but doing it the wrong way and doing quick fixes and not understanding how to train effectively and basically trying to juggle all of this whilst raising children mm. so it wasn't until i learned how to do all of this the right way that it it grew and i started helping other women and like you're saying like it it's grown because i've gone through it and i started helping other women because of what i went through and then i started getting results and started helping them get results and then it just organically grew from there Um, But definitely, I don't think I'd be where I am now if I wasn't a mom and had gone through that because we were talking before, you know, like motherhood, you, you change and you grow as you as you evolve with your children. And it's brought a lot of insight into my own business because I'm going through it. My clients are going through it and we have to have a lot more patience when we become mothers. And that that's something I didn't have before I had kids and Mm -hmm. I thought I want results now I need to do this yesterday like why aren't I seeing results and you get frustrated but I went into motherhood kind of with the same mentality but it wasn't until I'd had my children and and realized okay that's not how it works Mm -hmm. that's that's not just in motherhood that's in everything right in your business in your relationships in your friendships like things take time and you can't See results yesterday so right. that's that's sort of my mentality with um the whole Fitma method approach is it is about it's about working with where you're at in your life but still making progress and not comparing your today with your five years ago or your 10 years mm-hmm. ago because we're all in a different place and we're going to be in a different place in another five years and we just need to be able to come into our approach in that holistic way where things are going to change There's going to be obstacles, there's going to be progress, but you have to take each day as it comes and really hone in on the habits and the mindset and not just how can I, if weight loss is a goal, how can I lose weight really quick? Or how can I get stronger really fast? It's like, that doesn't happen anymore for mothers. It is a slow burn and you will get there, but you have to have the right approach. So that's, I sort of gone off on a tangent, but that's, that's my that's my method. It's not going to be a one size fits all. You're not going to have the same approach as I am because we have different number of children. You know, I don't know your husband does, but you know, we have different lives and different schedules, but we can still get to our goal if we have a personalized approach in our own life.
0: I mean, I always love things that are geared towards moms, but like a way that is full of integrity, you know, like, not like, hey, moms. We know that you're chubby since having a baby, but like, hey, I see you, and I know that you want better for yourself. And where can I meet you where you're at? And it's an interesting theme that keeps coming up of like the things that we would do in a moment for our kids. You know, we're going to look at them holistically and like, what if something's bothering them in this area? Like, what can we tweak in the environment and here and there? But then when it yes. comes to us, like, well, I don't have time. But I need, I need the quick yeah. fix or the band aid or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I don't think like well I think when you before your mom you think that things things might come easier in this in this realm of weight loss or habit forming or going to the gym because you have more time for yourself but once you have kids like that time is taken away and we have to create the time and a lot of the a lot of the time as busy moms we go it's too hard. We can't do this. I don't have time. But when you have someone to help you and to understand to help you understand that this is normal, you're not going to get less busy. Time isn't just suddenly going to appear. And right. when you do have more time, your kids are going to be out of the house. Right? right. And then it's like, then it's like you haven't you've wasted all this time. But it's working with you where you're at and tweaking little things, like you were saying, along the way. And you know what if you go okay for the next 2 months this is working for me but then I'm increasing my work hours or my kids are um you know not sleeping through the night or whatever you're going to go through these like ebbs and flows in life and we have to adapt as those come but also being really aware and honest with yourself that that is going to happen you can't expect life to be this like perfect linear path where you're just going to keep having results day after day after day it's like there's going to be ups and downs and that's my that's my down like I love working with women to be like you you are going to have obstacles you are going to have struggles because if you don't you might be a robot yeah (laughs) because we we all have them right like every single day there's something that gets thrown at you or something that's unexpected or I can't think of the last like 2 weeks where there hasn't been some issue with the with the with the kids like whether it's yeah. a rash or a cough or each week I I I can't remember 3 nights in a row where I've slept through the night mm. right so there's obstacles all the time and working with so many different women with different aged children I hear it all and I've mm-hmm. been through I've been through it. and then I have clients that have older kids and they have other problems and obstacles and That's, that's just life, right? But instead of going, Hey, I can't do this because this is hard. X is hard. Y is hard. You go, it's going to be hard at at times, but how are we going to, how are we going to spot these obstacles and get over them rather than let them knock us down?
0: Mm -hmm. And I think that's
1: really important for women to have that support because we all have these obstacles, but we can get through it
0: yeah absolutely. Oh, and then having someone that understands and then having someone that will also hold your hand and hold you accountable in that space yeah. is helpful. So what is the biggest obstacle that you're hearing from women and mom moms? Is it time? Is it something else?
1: One hundred percent time? <laughs> yeah. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm too mm-hmm. busy. but I love the saying. like you want something done. you give it to somebody that's busy <laughs> like. And honestly, moms are amazing. It's I think the biggest problem, though, that women face is that they say they don't have time, but that's that's an excuse because Mm -hmm. nobody has time. It doesn't just appear. We have to make that time. And it really comes down to just managing your schedule and not waking up each day going, what am I going to do today? It's thinking the day before, what do I need to do tomorrow? I was just Mm -hmm. saying to my client today, she, she was feeling a bit stuck and I said, don't don't wake up going, what am I doing today? Should I do that workout? Think today what your future self needs. What does she need tomorrow, right? Are you going to do a bit of meal planning? Are you going to go for a walk? Are you going to lay out your gym clothes? Like having that forward insight and not beating yourself up if you, if today is a write-off. It's going, okay, well, what can I do for tomorrow? And mm-hmm. really getting ahead because that that's what it is, is being ahead, not in the moment, like, I love being in the moment, but you know what I mean? Like in the moment of planning, you can't, you can't just wake up and expect things to happen because guaranteed last night, you didn't sleep through the night. Your kid was up earlier than expected. You're trying to get out the door. Like there's just yeah. all of these things each day, but if we can get ahead of that and go, okay, what can I absolutely do? That's going to set me up for tomorrow. And it might just be one thing, but yeah. that one yeah. thing is going to add up and add up and add up and add up.
0: Mm. I needed this reminder. And this is what so many of these conversations, I feel like I'm being gifted with exactly what (laughs) I need to hear. Like, I hope the audience enjoys this, but Shannon's getting what Shannon needs from this. Um, Because I used to do yoga in the mornings, like no problem. Like started the year off really, really strong. And I can't get out of bed the last month. I'm like, nah, I'm going to hit snooze. But then I looked back as you're talking about this. I'm like, oh yeah, the night before I used to pick a yoga video Pre select one. I had it written down. This is the one you're going to do. I had my clothes laid out. My mat was laid out next to my bed. So all I had to do was like roll out of bed, put something, yeah. you know, easier to move in on, and then turn on the TV and go. And yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It really is just about making your life as easiest as possible in any way, shape, or form. I have this thing with my clients I call like the hour of power, and it's like the non religious mm. hour of power. It's that it's everything you do the night before that is going to help you. Help your morning self, right? So a lot of people say, "I'm not a morning person," but that's that's an excuse again, right? They go, "I'm not a morning person." Well, no, I don't really know anyone that is. I was never a morning person until I forced myself to be, and then I saw all the benefits. So instead of yeah. you know when your when your alarm goes off, going, "Oh, my bed is so comfy," or you know it's cold outside or it's dark outside, you think of that's that's all the negative things that are happening. Right, mm-hmm. you have to think of what what's going to benefit you because, of course, you're going to stay in bed if you think of all the you know the cozy bed and how warm it is and yeah. how cold it is and dark it is outside. Like, why would you want to get up? But if you think, okay, if I get up now, I'm going to have an hour to myself before my kids wake up. I am going to sit in peace because you know even just talking about your sister in law that that homeschools, like she wouldn't have a lot of time to herself, so she probably has to find that time because it doesn't just yeah. appear. And so just going back to the hour of power is everything that you can do the night before that's going to set you up for the next day. So for example, if I'm doing a 5.15 gym class, I'm getting up at 4.30 so I can have my coffee, but I'm tired. Like, I'm just like, my eyes are closed. I'm like walking down the hallway. I have my coffee cup sitting there waiting for me. So all I have to do is press a button. The water is filled up. Everything is done. I'm not doing all those little bits and pieces. I'm just doing the absolute minimum. My gym clothes are laid out. You know, my sports bra is there. It's in the order I'm putting my clothes on. So I'm yeah. not, you know, fumbling in the dark. <laughs> it's everything is laid out for me. And if, even, you know, you could go as far as when my, my kids were little and they couldn't get their own toothpaste. I'd put the toothpaste on the toothbrush the night before yeah. and lay it out. So that was one less thing that I had to do when I'm trying to get three kids out the door.
0: Mm. So it's just
1: those little things, but it's it's thinking, okay doing every step of the morning and going, what could I possibly do? And it's amazing how much you can actually do and how much time is saved by doing just those little yeah. things Like in your mind, you're thinking, Oh, it's just toothpaste or it's just my gym clothes. But all those justs, th- those add up. And those are minutes, oh, yeah. right? Those are extra yeah. minutes that you can have. Yeah, it's really just thinking of your future self and really getting ahead of where you are today and thinking of
0: her tomorrow. Oh, I really love that. <laughs> i used to like when i was uh working at my previous job i'm i feel like i was doing the complete opposite of that i was like "Mm, that's shannon of tomorrow's problem or that's monday shannon's problem and it was like screw her she'll figure it out but the thing is that shannon's
1: problems are going to compile tomorrow because there's all when you have children there are always things that happen Uh, you know and yes yeah i know (laughs) Yeah, it's a a fine balance. Like right now, my kids are at the age where they are becoming more independent. Like my oldest are eight and six. So I've stopped laying out their school, that we wear uniforms here in Australia to school. So I've stopped laying out their uniforms because that's, I'm trying to teach them a little bit more independence. And that's one thing they can do now. Whereas before, you know, it would be so stressful for me because be like, I can't find my shorts. I put my mm. shorts on backwards. I can't do this up. Like it was more work for me to to teach them that then, but now they can do it. And I'm saying, nope. Okay. And even packing their lunches. So I, I have it, you know, their lunch is ready, but that's one of their jobs, you know take the lunch kit out, put the freezer pack in, put everything back in, put it in your backpack. Mm -hmm. But I have their backpacks ready to go and their lunch is stacked in the fridge where they can reach them. Right. So it's just those Mm -hmm. little things that really help you for the next day.
0: Mm, I love though, how you're handing off the responsibility to the kids that are they're, they're ready. They're mature enough to handle it, but it doesn't have to be your thing anymore. Plus you have a third one who I'm sure needs help. So yeah, yeah, so smart. (laughs)
1: So it really is. like, And I think a lot of moms, they end up doing too much for their yes. kids and they don't teach them that independence and the kids are very capable. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you said, hey, we're going to Disneyland tomorrow, guess how fast they'd get ready. <laughs> like, right. It, it's just what's important to them. Right. And yeah. every term in school, I try to implement a new job. Do you want to say job? Like just something that they can do that doesn't require me because the less I'm doing for them it's a win-win, right? The more time I'm going to have in the morning and the more independence they're going to have. Mm. And I always think, I'm like, I'm raising three boys. One day, you know, they might have girlfriends or wives and I don't want them to be like, mother-in-law, what have you done? I want yes. them to have that. And I want them to be able to, you know, put their clothes away or put their clothes in the laundry basket. Like just little <laughs> things like
0: that. You know, I need to raise strong boys. <laughs> I'm laughing because- I choked. (laughs) I'm just envisioning your boys as grown men and, you know, what they won't be, but versus what they could be. (laughs) Yes, yes, I can resonate with a lot of that. And some of the things that you may have to let go of by passing along some responsibilities to your kids. For example, my daughter, she's very, very particular about the way her clothes feel. And it used to be such a battle. And, you know, there's some sensory things going on there that we've been working through, but. I finally realized if I just give her the power to go get dressed, whatever she comes up in is fine. As long as it's clean, it's fine. If it's wrinkled because it fell on the floor in her closet, fine. If it's the worst matching combination in the history of the world, fine. It doesn't matter. She got herself dressed. She, she, she saved me 10 minutes. You know, she's happy. Let's move forward. So
1: yeah, just she's releasing. In your
0: <laughs> yeah. She's
1: in your battles sure. and it's, Yeah. And that's one thing that motherhood has taught me is just choose your battles, be patient, and you can't control everything, right? Control what you can, let go of what you can't, and everyone will be happier.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I will never forget this image. She walked out of the door one day to walk down to the bus stop and the combination of colors that she had on, like physically hurt my eyes to look at. And I'm not exaggerating. Just like the tones of the colors together was so... Painful to look at. It was like, oh, these do not work at all. And I was like, okay, this is a test of my own strength. Like, let her go. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. fine. Yeah. My, my middle
1: yesterday, he made um cat ears out of paper and then taped them to his head with electrical tape. <laughs> and he comes into my office and he's like, Meow. Like, uh, We have to go to school, and he goes. I know. Don't I look great? And I'm like, Oh my god! And I just said, You know what? Me five years ago would have been like, You can't go to school like that. What are they gonna think? And I just said, You've got tape in your hair. And he goes, I know. And I'm like, That sounds like your teacher's problem. (laughs) And I just I sent him off to school with cat ears and tape around his head. I was like, So
0: So funny. I can't tell you how many times and how many conversations I've had where I'm like. 2023. 20, Shannon is like 2017. Shannon's nightmare. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's fine. It's all yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So back to moms and their struggles with, you know, health and fitness. So obviously time is a huge issue, but what are some of the other struggles that your clients are experiencing that are hoping that you can help them work through?
1: Yeah. So time would be the biggest one. Um, obviously accountability for moms is huge. Like this, this is something that I struggled with. And with my first, I thought I should be able to do it on my own. Like not just weight loss, but just a lot of things. Like I just thought, no, Mm. like I have one baby, I'm not working. I'm at home. Like why, why am I finding this hard? Like I felt like I was failing in so many ways, but it wasn't until like you just realized that babies are freaking hard. (laughs) Yes. And especially your first baby is the hardest because you don't have a clue. And a lot of the time you haven't met your mom friends yet. You like for me, I came over from Canada. I was now living in Australia. My husband was working overseas month on month off in Papua New Guinea. And I had this baby, I had an emergency cesarean. Like looking back now, I think, wow, like I should have given myself more grace, but you don't know any different at the time and I always say like those struggles have now become my strengths. which yeah. like I mean, in hindsight you're like oh my gosh like why didn't I see what I was going through and and sought more help but you just hindsight's twenty 20 you're like you just yeah. you don't know what you don't know and um yeah so I had an emergency cesarean Shannon went back to work after five days like overseas and I'm now left with a screaming newborn and a cesarean. So I was like, "I'm mm. you know, fine. Like, it's just, it's surgery. Like I'll be fine. Mm. But, but Jackson, my oldest had colic and he was just, he was like a nightmare baby. Like he was so, he would Ugh. only sleep sitting up and had to be like rocked. I struggled breastfeeding, like all all of the things, right. Probably because I was yeah. so stressed out. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was, um, a major issue for me. Like I didn't, seek accountability or support because I had this mm. in my head that I could do it on my own and then after my second I was like you know what actually this is exponentially harder okay. <laughs> like I I need to ask for help to get my own f- health and fitness back on track and I think back then when you're when you well still now but when you're a mom you put so much emphasis on being a mom you lose yourself and I was starting to feel like I was just like fading away into the background and my husband was working away and I'm still taking care of these two kids and I just thought oh my gosh like there's got to be more like and I loved being a mom but I just thought there's got to be more like I need me back yes and so I did seek help and that's when everything did change for me and I was like holy shit like accountability is the missing link for so many Mm. women and this is this is my message to women is that it's not weak to ask for help Because we, we can't, we can't do this on our own. And a lot of the time we're thinking, oh, it's so selfish to put myself first and get healthy and get fit. And we, and we have this like stigma around health and fitness, I think, but it doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, I'm going to, you know, get shredded and be in a bikini and, you know, only focus on me. And my kids are just going to have to watch me go through this process. It's not about that. It's just about feeling better because when you start to feel better, you show up for your family 110% but Mm -hmm. it starts with creating that time and just being really honest with yourself going hey I do have the time like the busiest CEOs find time for health and fitness because they know by being healthy and fit they do better in their career right Mm -hmm. everything gets better when you start taking care of yourself and you have more clarity you have it's it's mental health as well like for women mental health is so important and changing your mindset around the health and fitness. So yes, I'd say time accountability, but also a lot of women just have the lack of understanding. They're like, well, I feel like I don't eat very much. Why can't I lose the weight? And it's like, well, you might not be eating a lot of volume, But when you're busy and tired, you're reaching for those like quick energy hits, right? You might be grabbing like a handful of nuts a few times a day, like that's super high calories, or you might be just eating like granola bars, because that's so easy to grab in the car and go and you're not putting any thought into what you're putting in your body. And as a result, like you're just your your nutrition's gone down, you're feeling low energy because you're not actually fueling your body for what it needs. And because you're time poor, you're not putting time into Mm. nutrition. So it's just the whole, like, essentially this hamster wheel of like, not knowing what to do, then grabbing things, then being tired and just not getting ahead. Like, you're always feeling like you're like, one step forward, two steps back. Yes, And that can be really frustrating. So I think just having that understanding around nutrition and the fact that food is not the enemy. Like mm-hmm. I think our generation, especially grew up with like super skinny models and, you know, food was, you know, what was, um, who said, was it not Kate Moss who said nothing
0: tastes as good as skinny, feels"? skinny who feels. Went- I think it was her actually. Kate Moss. Maybe I saw it misquoted, but I feel like very recently I saw that. And I remember myself saying that, like when I was like at my fittest, like before my wedding, I remember like not saying it to, you know, everybody, but I remember saying that out loud and I, I look back I'm like are you a monster yeah oh, and I think a lot yeah.
1: time too like when women like we're we have so much going on in our life and it's like if you feel out of control with like the kids and the house and everything it's the one thing that you can control people take it too far mm. and so it's understanding what your body actually needs and we need calories like we need food but yeah. if we don't understand how much we're actually consuming it can be really confusing and frustrating because you know, the, the woman that's just basically living off of granola bars and a handful of nuts and, you know, the leftovers on her kid's plate or cutting off the crust of a sandwich and just, that's her fuel. Like, she's going yeah. to feel tired. She's going to feel frustrated. She's she's going to feel like she's just like the scraps, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And-
1: it's vicious cycle to be in. That's the word I'm looking for. Vicious cycle, not
0: hamster wheel. (laughs) Feels like a hamster wheel too, though, so that you can't get off. I'm the hamster who, you know, your little foot gets stuck and they're just spinning. That's how I feel. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And I mean, we all feel like that at times, but it's just having those, the tools and the strategies to get out of that funk and just Mm -hmm. having someone go, you know what, hey, you're not alone in this. And what you're going through right now is completely normal. We've all been there. And, yeah. but it's not getting stuck in that cycle, not getting stuck and going, I don't have time. This is all too hard. Like you can get out of that. You just need the right approach. And it's the whole, like, it's losing that all or nothing mentality and yeah. not comparing your life to someone else's, even though you mm-hmm. might look the same, you might have the same number of kids even, but it's a different, it's different. Everybody is so different. And you have yeah. to work with your strengths and what you have going and be able to adapt and Keep, keep moving forward and adjust.
0: I love all of this. I think it's so important <laughs> to honor your body, honor your journey, honor your experience and give yourself the grace that you deserve. Like, so what? You're not where you thought you would be, or you never thought you'd get to this point, you know, your body shape, size, weight, whatever. So what? So what? Yeah. Like, let it be okay. And If you feel so inclined to move forward in a more healthy direction, then do that. And I have found in my life when I grab, especially since having children, if I really like reach and grab onto one area that I want to take better control of, the other pieces that feel really frazzled or maybe a little more out of my control, like those start to kind of tune into Place like a more cohesive experience overall. If I grab this area and I start focusing here and cleaning this up, the other areas start to kind of follow suit. And I don't know why that is, but it does work that way. It's like the way you do one thing is the way you do everything.
1: Yeah, totally. And it's because when you are, when you feel like you're succeeding and you're enjoying the process, it's like, oh, hang on a minute, like everything else does come together. But like the the whole, the whole FitMum method approach is not that this has to be done or that has to be done. Just like, you know, other diets are like, just cut out carbs or just cut out sugar. That's great. And that might work for some people, but for the vast majority of women, they're like, hey, I like carbs. I like sugar. And telling someone they can't have something, that just makes them want it more. And it puts it on a pedestal. And also it's not realistic, right? You can't, you probably can't keep that up forever. And if you're going into something thinking that you, that when's the end date? You're, you're doing the wrong thing because mm-hmm. you might lose that weight initially or you might start to feel better initially. But if you can't keep that up, it's it's never going to work, right? Or you're mm-hmm. going to be miserable trying. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it really is. It's not just one thing. It's the habits. It's the mindset. It's doing an exercise that you love to do. It's making time for yourself, but not going crazy in every area, but just doing yeah. what you need to do in each area. And it's, you know what? It's not even every day. You might not exercise every day. You might not go for a walk every day. You might not drink enough water every day, but it's what you, what you do most of the time, not some of the time, that's going to get you your results. And I think, too, just being busy moms, it's going to take us longer than somebody that, you know, is working one job at 20 years old with no kids and they can come right. home and have all, they have hours to themselves after yeah. work. Yeah. It's different. And that's okay. But we're so blessed and lucky to have children this is this is our life and we have to be able to work with it and yeah that's why i love what i do because every every mom is so different everyone's on a different journey everyone has different goals um some people just want to be able to sleep better some mm. just want someone to check in with because they don't have a circle of friends or community that they can call on. Like I had one client, she was in such a remote area and she was like, basically like, I don't even have a gym I can go to. And so feeling like she can't connect with other women is really hard,
0: but yeah, because
1: this is online, like this is, you're in Detroit. I'm in Brisbane. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're all around the world, but you can feel like you can have that person and have that accountability. And that is what women need.
0: Yeah, community is so important. And I've been very fortunate to have found my way into some really amazing containers this year. And I have made some friends from all over. I so saw you've met a lot of women from Vancouver and I'm, you know, people who've become my friends and I've never met them in person. You know, people yeah. I call my friends now and I reach out to them and we chat regularly. And it's like, yes, yeah, like just because you don't have somebody geographically situated near you, um, mm-hmm. you can still have that support. And you know, thank God for it. Uh, It makes it, all of it so much less isolating. And I'm glad you said everything. I was going to ask, like, what is like the biggest area that people come to you for? And you've said some different things. um, But do you find that women come to you with one thing in mind and then through the process, they're like, actually, I'm happy now that I've arrived here?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think a lot um, becomes uncovered on the journey. And mm-hmm. a lot, like a lot of women, I'd say 75% come to me and say, I want to lose weight, but they just think it's going to be, you know, but they have the accountability and they're like, okay, you've worked out my calories and my macros for me. I'm going to follow this. And then, you know, I'm going to lose the weight. But what they don't realize is on the journey, it's so much more about here's your, here's your calories. Here's your exercise plan. See, like it's learning the habits that you need to do each and every day. And I always say, like, my program isn't sexy. Like it doesn't it's just the basics of what you need to know with the accountability, the education, the support along the way. And this is why my clients have lasting results is because they're like, oh, my gosh, like this is what I wasn't doing before. Like anyone can work out their calories on the Internet. You know what I mean? Like anyone can look that up but it's understanding that your mindset and the habits that you implement every single day are going to, those are going to be the game changers for you. And those are going to be the things that keep you going, even when you have a shit day, even when Mm -hmm. you have a shit week, like all of those, those times in motherhood where you're like, Oh my God, I hate this. I can't do this anymore. Those little habits and the mindset hacks and tricks, those are going to keep you going. And also too, it's just understanding that weight loss, fat loss is not linear. There's going to be ups and downs. And if you think you're coming into something and doing some, you know, four week shred where you're going to lose 15 pounds, whatever, whatever you go in thinking, that's cool. That shred might, might get you those results, but you won't keep them because a, you don't understand calories and where they're coming from. You haven't implemented the habits that are going to keep you doing what you're doing your mindset is thinking all or nothing. And so shifting that, and being able to like go with the ebbs and flows, that's, that's what's going to get you those lasting results mixed in with a community of women that are on the same journey, you know, having a really realistic approach, having, like, I'm very realistic, because I'm, I have three kids, I'm a busy mom, you know, I'm, I'm trying to just, you know, get through each day as well. And so having that approach, and just knowing that other people are there with you on the same journey, all different women, but essentially, we're still mothers, right? Like, that's the common denominator, we're still going through it. That's where it all ties in together. But I think the biggest thing is understanding why. So why am I on these calories? Why am I showing up each day? What is, what is my why? So, and it's going to be different for each, each woman. And, um, a few of my clients, they've, it's like, it's so touching because they say, I just want to be in a bathing suit with my kids. I don't want to be embarrassed to be in a bathing suit. And here in Australia, it's hot, right? Like it's hot all the time. So, I can I can understand because I came over to Australia and I gained all this weight. But when I was in Canada, like we'd be in a bathing suit, what, maybe four weeks out of the year? Like, yeah. Unless we went to Mexico or did something, like went away on a holiday. But everyone lived for summer. And that's another thing too, is like that whole shred mentality of like let's shred for summer and then you put your jeans on, come fall and then no one can see your body. Yeah, <laughs> And it's this vicious cycle again, where you like gain all this weight over Christmas and new year's. And then it's like, Oh, was that, was that a cherry blossom? Let's shred. <laughs> and it, it is, it's that vicious yeah. cycle where it's yeah. here. And so that was my mentality back in the day. And then I came to Australia and I was like, oh, I have to wear shorts like all year round. Mm. And I hated the way my body looked. And just a bit of a backstory, when I first came here, the visa that I was on, I wasn't allowed to work, so I had to, I could volunteer, but I was essentially, I had no kids, my husband worked crazy hours, I was like Susie Homemaker, so I just oh. cooked, and I baked, and I gained all of this weight, and then that mm-hmm. spiraled into like an unhealthy relationship with food and binge eating and you know, me not loving myself and projecting mm. onto my husband, and anyway, we've worked, we've worked through that. Like that was, you know, twelve years ago. But you know, this is this is where it's come from. And so being in Australia now and understanding, okay, I don't want to shred anymore. I just want to mm. be healthy all year round and be able to just throw in a bathing suit and run around with my kids. Or not that I love running around in a bathing suit, but you know what I mean. Like I'm not hiding myself anymore. And the clients that have said this to me, they're like, I put a bathing suit on for the first time and sat on the beach and played with my kids. And I felt present. I was like, oh my gosh, I had another yeah. client. She said that she f- was, was in a family photo for the first time. Cause she didn't care about being in the photo. I was like, mm. oh, like those moments mean more to me than anything. Like someone yeah. can say, oh, I want to lose five, 10 kilos. So like, you know, 10, 20 pounds, And I'm like, that's great. But why, why, what is that going to do for your life other than change the scale that nobody Mm -hmm. can see anyway? You know what I mean? Like, why is this going to bring joy to your life? Because if you can't lean into those moments of why that, you know, intrinsic motivation, well, I get to play with my kids. I actually have more energy to play with my kids. I can keep up with my kids. I can jump in the pool with my kids. Like, those are those why moments that I, I dig deep for, but they come to me and they're like, I want to lose five or 10 kilos. I'm like, cool, but why? And how I'm going to get you there is understanding those habits and the mindset around all of this. So it is a journey, but it's, yeah, it's pretty special.
0: And as women, we're so hard on ourselves and, you know, the things that you, (laughs) and this is another thing I was telling you about, Tina, the boudoir photographer, she said, you know, we're zoomed in on one part of us, you know, like people would have no idea that you're obsessed with your cellulite and you're obsessed with the way, you know, your arms look in tank tops because you don't feel good about it and whatever. And it's like, yeah, it like zoom out. let's zoom out there's so much more to look at here that's what she says like zoom out the big picture is so beautiful but I think that's so good that you're really digging into that why because one it keeps you focused on on the ultimate reason behind it all but two I think it takes the pressure off of oh these jeans that I've had for 10 years don't fit me anymore all of a sudden you know I think about this through the lens of like a mom of girls and I feel like a super responsibility to like model more healthy behaviors because I was a teen in like the early two thousands, we were talking about, you know, super skinny celebrities and models and what have you. And it's like, this sounds like a really healthy approach that you can model for your children, especially for your girls. If they see their mom going after their health in this holistic, healthy obviously for your body, but like for your mind as well, uh, kind of way versus the shred that I think so many of our moms did the shred. Yes. And also
1: too, like it was for me and so many women, we, our kids now are our purpose, right? Like we, obviously we need to take care of ourselves for us, but we, we are important, but our kids are so important and how they see us is going to shape how they become. So like the, this morning, for example, like, and this is another part of like motherhood that has completely changed me. Before, if I wasn't going to have the perfect workout, I just wouldn't do it. Mm. I was like, well, what's the point if I'm not going to get everything I want out of it? What is the point of doing this workout? So this morning I'm in our home gym, I'm doing my workout. My three-year-old comes in, he's like whipping his blanket around. And I'm just like, can you just move over a little bit? I'm looking over my shoulder, like I'm not as focused. I'm cutting reps out because I'm he's climbing under me. But yeah. I'm still moving. And in those moments where it's not quote unquote the perfect workout, I'm thinking, my kids are watching me be healthy get strong. And I use that opportunity to go, why do we, why do we lift weights? Why do we move our body? Why do we exercise? And I'm teaching them that it's because we need to be strong. You know, when you have to carry all those backpacks into the car, well, if you weren't strong, you couldn't do that. And just having that approach with the kids and same goes for nutrition. Like when we're sitting there eating dinner and they're like, I don't like broccoli. I'm like, why do we eat it? Right? Why mm. why is mommy making you eat this broccoli? Right. And I I do give them options and choice, but you know, they still have to eat their vegetables, whether it's one piece or they eat a whole plate of them. Doesn't matter. But why are we eating this food? Well, if we don't eat this food, we can get diseases. Well, what's a disease? And I went as far one day as showing them a picture of scurvy on, on a <laughs> tongue. But that
0: was I me. love your style. I love it.
1: <laughs> I'm that mom. But yeah, it's just it really is. Kids want to know why. And I think we grow up with you finish everything on your plate. We work so hard for this food. Um, I don't like vegetables. We'll eat them anyway. Like that, and that's not the approach I want to have with my kids because that got me nowhere. It created such an unhealthy relationship with food. And I just think each generation just has the ability, hopefully, to know better and do better. And Mm going to the gym this morning and lifting those weights and not having the perfect workout but moving my body I still came out of that workout a happier mom more patient mom you know and it's a win-win and I think now as mothers we need to go okay it's not all or nothing I knew I probably wasn't gonna finish my workout or even have the best workout but I did it and I did something, and that has made me more productive today. That's made me want to eat better today. So it's just having that different mindset around what you're doing and why you're doing it.
0: Mm, I think that can carry over into so many areas of motherhood. That it's not all or nothing. I think a lot of times when you step into motherhood, you're like, oh, well, that's just not going to be what I thought it was. Never mind, I can't do that the way I used to be able to do it. Never mind, you know, whatever it is, your workout, your career, your hobbies, your friendships, whatever. I think that's. Yeah so much more profound than, you know, you may realize, uh, I think it carries over into so many areas and yeah, I think too, going back to, you know, we were told you got everything, eat everything on your plate. And I try to look back like generationally, why things were the way they were. Okay. Well, um, my grandparents grew up during the great depression. So it was like, if there's any food, you're going to eat it because that's all we yeah, have, yeah. you know, Right. And then, so my parents grew up in that. And I, you know, you find yourself repeating things that your parents say, whether you mean to or want to, you know? So I think some of that carried over, you know, I remember my dad used to say they'd make us eat everything on our plate and they'd be like, they're starving children in China. And I would be like, great. Send it to them, mom. Like, you know, but I, you know, there were times when he, you know, they would both do that too. Like, Oh, you need to eat more. You need to eat more. It just perpetuating patterns. And I think it's really important that whatever you're doing in mm. your journey with your children, like looking and going, huh, does this pattern serve us today? Like there was a yeah. reason for it a hundred years ago, but like, do we need to carry this forward with us? And that's so true. What you said, like
1: that, that was so true. Um, you know, a hundred years ago, I had a friend, her, her grandma used to say to her, you need to eat more and get more fat on you. Cause winter's coming.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like you're essentially like wow. a fat layer. I'm like, well, we're not bears. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But like that was their mentality because they didn't have the food source, right? And so winter would come and the frost would come and you needed to get as much in you as you could like I mean that's not even a thing. Like I mean right. what am I going to not eat and live off my fat? Essentially right. you could to, to a certain extent. But yeah, that's that's that mentality, right? And we've we've evolved, but we haven't evolved that much. Like mm-hmm. even just going back to caveman days. Like we we've evolved, but our brain has not evolved that much. Right. So It's still, it's still there, and yeah, it's just kind of you know retraining ourselves and our generation, and you know our kids' generation. We're the most advanced it's ever been in everything, technology and everything. And you think from you know the 20s to even the 90s to well even 2000s, not much had evolved, right? Right. in In the world, and then all of a sudden, boom, the internet, and then it was like. and now it's all this AI stuff. Like that's just how quickly things are going, but our brain is still behind. Yeah. So when you think of health and fitness, like we're still slow to come yeah. to
0: the party. So yeah, yeah. And your brain's trying to keep you safe. That caveman brain is trying to keep you alive, even though the threats are not actually real. So you will repeat patterns that are not serving you without realizing it because that's what caveman brain thinks is is safe at that time. Yeah. Mm. And I
1: always say to my clients, like, we need to get uncomfortable in order to grow because, you know, I, I talk about the mean girl on us all the time. Like I've named mine ginger because she's like, no, Mm. you shouldn't do that today. You're a bit tired or, you know, um, you have so much laundry to do. You probably shouldn't go for that walk or whatever it is. Like we're trying to keep ourselves safe and we're keeping ourselves comfortable because it's uncomfortable to be uncomfortable. But that is just fear and fear is irrational. And it's just, yeah, it's not, it's not a good place to be, but we get so stuck in that, oh, a bit too hard. Oh, this that's an excuse. But we need to push past that and realize that we are capable of so much more than we give ourselves credit for. Mm-hmm. And we have to be uncomfortable. We have to push ourselves a little bit further in order to reach that point. And you know, a lot of the time I talk about like plateaus and how we get into like this bit of a like fitness plateau or weight loss plateau and it's like okay we need to we need to push a little bit more but we get so comfortable in that earlier stage
0: there's so many ways in motherhood that we have to push through and persevere but why is it when it comes to our own needs we're like man never mind never mind yeah
1: yeah because mm-hmm. we we don't have someone holding us accountable right we're not we don't have anyone going hey Shannon how are you today like what's yeah. going on with you like we don't have that a lot of the time and so this is why we need to, we need to have that and seek that and just push a little bit further and just know that you are capable. And sometimes like telling yourself, oh, you're capable. Like that's not enough. We right? need someone else to be like, oh, you're capable. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you need someone else to be your cheerleader. And I think finding a, like an accountability buddy, even if you're not entering a container or even if it's not for fitness for whatever the thing is that you're trying to do I I bet you can find someone in your life and I would say outside of your house and outside of your mom yeah. because your partner, your children and your mom are all going to cut you slack, you know, but someone else who loves you enough to be like, "Hey, I know you set this goal for yourself. How are you doing? Okay, yeah. <laughs> you're not showing up today. Okay, what's your plan for tomorrow?" It's yeah. so powerful. To have and, just,
1: and being around there. like-minded women that yeah. think the same way and have the same, you know, aspirations and go, you know what, health and fitness is a priority and it's okay yeah. to have that as a priority and hearing other women say that it's like, okay, I can make it a priority as well because my friend or this person I know is doing the same thing and you, and this is where the whole community comes in and you feel less alone on the journey because, you know, some of the time you might have friends that don't go to the gym or don't or or are, are unhealthy or you know ha- are yeah. um you feel like they're you know not a great influence but it's a, more about finding your your crew and finding people that are mm-hmm. on this journey as well and yeah. They don't have to be in your hometown.
0: <laughs> right. I know. I I love the connections I've forged with women at like all over the world at this point. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, and I moved to this area a couple of years ago. Um, we're not from this area originally in our home state. We're not from here. And so we don't know anybody. And I'm like, oh, I don't really have a lot of local connections, you know, but I've formed such beautiful relationships with people that I've never actually met in person. So it's possible. It is not BS. It is so possible i love that isn't it funny yeah. though like
1: just like our age we think of talking to people across the world you just think of like chat rooms <laughs>
0: oh my gosh that's where
1: my, that's where my mind goes every yes. time i'm like yeah i have a client in this country and i just think like chat rooms because that's oh what my we grew gosh. up in. if you talk to somebody on the internet you were like they were a predator
0: <laughs> yes That's so funny. (laughs) You're so right. I, oh my gosh. Totally. Yeah. Very true. Mm -mm. It has evolved quite beautifully. Hasn't it? (laughs) Thank Mm -hmm. God. (laughs) So what does your container look like? How long of a program or is it like you kind of choose your own adventure?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the, the group coaching program completely online. So like I, I only coach online. Um, eight weeks and it's a group coaching program. So every single week we'll have a group zoom. Um, Some of my clients can't make it onto the zoom, but it's all recorded so I can send it to them afterwards. I write their programs as an individual. So Mm. I'd be writing, you know, their calories, their macros, um, which just is short for macronutrients. If protein, carbs and fat, if people aren't aware, Um, and working with them behind the scenes as well, so it is still a high touch program. Like they have a lot of accountability seven days a week if they choose with me, because I, I, as I said, that is the missing link for so many women. Um, I've had personal trainers before where I've seen them once a week and then they don't, they don't care what you're doing for the rest of the week. And it's like, well, you can do a lot of damage in six days. Yeah. yeah so just having somebody that's like in your corner, But also each week on the Zooms, I cover different topics and my clients can ask me questions or send in questions that I address in the Zoom. So we cover everything from, you know, habits and mindset, organization, your menstrual cycle, Mm. um, gut health, like so many different topics that all come together and help you in so many different ways. So that runs for eight weeks, but then they can stay on month to month afterwards. um, And I have some clients that have been with me for almost three years. so It's having that accountability and somebody to update your training program. So you just, you open my app and it's there. You can work out at home or in the gym. Like I said, that client that didn't have gym access, everything was done at home. I have some clients that are like, I have one set of dumbbells. What can we do? And Mm. it's just, it's just working with you as an individual to get you the, the best results for you. Some clients are like, you know what? I don't, want to lift weights I just want to focus on walking but I need someone to check in with me and make sure that I am showing up or have someone to message in the morning be like hey I just did I just did that walk one of my clients this morning said hey I just did a six kilometer walk like yay I'm like go you that that's amazing but just knowing that someone cares about what you're doing so
0: Mm. yeah
1: that is and like I said I've struggled before so I organically grew this program and when I first started it was really just like calories and macros and exercise like i am certified personal trainer as well so it was like i was focused on training but then it was like hang on a minute there's so much more to sustainable weight loss than just your calories and just exercise and some people come to me they're like i need to exercise more I'm like no <laughs> like mm-hmm. you need to understand nutrition so you can understand what your body requires and wow. Yeah. And it's with the habits and the mindset, that is a huge component of my program because without that, you won't keep it up.
0: Right. This sounds so amazing. This is how I feel <laughs> now that I'm, out. I'm like, I just need somebody just to show me or like package it and have it all but done yeah. for me. Like this, something yeah. like this is what someone like me. Totally. Because I don't want to take the time to figure the things out. Like just somebody tell me what I have to do because I'm too busy chasing the little maniacs around, you know, my house and all the things that go with that. So yeah. I and that. that's
1: the thing. Sometimes women, they do know what to do and they're like, I know what I need to do. Or they're like, I, I know my calories cause I've worked them up, but I actually can't stick to this because I don't have plans in place. I I have no consistency. I have no one to check in with. And so it is really a mixed bag with the clients that come to me. You know, some are just like, listen, I'm happy with my body weight. I'm happy with where I'm at, but I know that I'm not exercising and I know I need somebody to check in with. in order to get to the gym or work out at home and that is what I love about this because it's everyone's so different everyone has different Uh goals and I'm not setting your goal for you 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 come to me with hey this is what I want like I said we uncover a lot in the process but a lot of the time you know I'm not going okay you're gonna now work out four days a week you're gonna do this you're gonna do that it's not about that it's about you you telling me realistically what you can actually do and you might go hey I've never worked out before, or I haven't worked out for two years since I've had my, my child. And now I want to get back into the gym. I'm going to go to the gym four days a week. And I go, you haven't been going at all. How are you now mm. going to go four days a week? Right? Let's maybe yeah. start with two and look at your schedule, sit down with your partner, or your hubby and go realistically, when can I go? When can I block out that hour for myself that no one else is going to interfere with? Yeah. And yeah. If you're working out at home, maybe it is five thirty in the morning for half an hour just to get it done. Because once again, time doesn't appear. You know, you're not going to wake up at seven and go, oh, maybe at nine I'll do that workout. Mm. You have to know when it's realistic, realistically going to happen, and you make that appointment with yourself because life is busy. Like life is hectically busy, and yeah. if we don't carve out that time for us, it won't happen.
0: Right, and right.
1: that's. Yeah. That's the problem for a lot of women is they don't look
0: at their their schedule and make that time. Yeah. And the fact that you're a mom, you get it. Like you even said like, okay, really? (laughs) Like you haven't been to the gym in three years. Like we're going to go four days. Yeah. (laughs) Like really? You know, and I can appreciate anyone in the space who wants to help a mom, but until you're a mom, you just don't know. You just don't know.
1: Yeah. I love when people are like, I don't know what I did with my time before I was a mom, like, was I bored? Like, did I have friends I didn't know about?
0: (laughs) Right, right. Like, I don't remember being bored, but there was a lot more time.
1: Yeah, and totally, totally. And yeah, time is just non-existent anymore. And, Mm. but it can be if you make it. And- Mm -mm. You have to like, I, I schedule in when I'm going to wash my hair.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I feel that. Oh gosh. I feel that to my soul. I'm like a once a week. I got a lot of hair here. I'm like a once a week girl. So it is like an event. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, slap it on. And I love a paper planner too. So, like, slap it on the planner. Like, it's in pen, it's not going anywhere. You are speaking <laughs> my language. Be, yeah. I will be damned if I have to like cross something out, you know, under that's my fault. Like, oh no. Uh uh-uh, uh. I love that. I have a paper agenda in my kitchen. It's a day
1: to a page. And I just, everything goes on there that I need to get done. And another thing I was saying to um, you know the women I coach is put on there, like I'm looking at your plants. Here's a really great example is the day that you're going to water your plants. And so really mapping out your time, because then you go, okay, on Thursday, I water my plants in the morning. Like that's just what I do every Thursday. And then you create that habit and that routine and until you don't have to write it down anymore because that's just just what you do right I'm sure we don't need to write in our agenda the you know the night the bachelor's on or whatever (laughs) like you just know that's what you do right the things that are important become habit Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time we think oh my god I have to you know wash my car I need to wash the windows whatever like vacuum the house like all these things that just seem to pile up but they don't Have a space in your week. They don't have a space in your month. And that's why it feels like all these balls are in the air all the time. And as moms, we feel like we're just dropping the balls a lot of the time because we haven't created space for the things that need to get done.
0: That's so good. What you just said, (laughs) fitness (laughs) or otherwise, like, first of all, getting it out of your head and on paper. But I'm fantastic about making a list and then carrying the list over to the next week and then carrying it over to the next week because I don't say, okay, you're doing this thing on Tuesday at noon. So yeah. yeah, once again, I'm hearing exactly what I need to hear. If the audience gets something out of it, fantastic. But like, thank you, Shannon needs this. <laughs> so I think sounds
1: like, when, when I say it out loud, I think a lot of the time it sounds quite like neurotic,
0: <laughs> No, but it is,
1: it's a process that works and it really, it really has worked for me and my clients. Cause they're just like, I didn't realize how much you had to plan ahead, how much you actually had to put thought into your week and not just wing it. And that's an absolute game changer. And just knowing that someone else is on that journey with you is like,
0: yeah, it's a no brainer. For sure. For sure. Mm, This all sounds so good. So if someone's like, yes, absolutely. Tara, I'm in like, how can they find you? How do they connect with you?
1: First things first, my website is fitmummethod.com. You can click on, there's an application at the top. You can click on that. If you're on Instagram or Facebook, I'm Method, but it's M-U-M, not M-O-M.
0: Thank you for Um, saying that, yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Clients in North America and Australia. Okay, yeah, it's um, M-U-M and there's a link in my bio. So you can just click the link in my bio and the applications there as well. I also have a free book you can download Um, that's in the link in my bio as well. Otherwise I'll send you the link and you can pop it into your show notes if you want. Yeah,
0: it'll all be in the show notes for sure. I love that. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so definitely go find her. So I do like to ask all of my guests a few of the same questions. What didn't you expect motherhood to change or shake up in you?
1: Well, I think, yeah, patience. (laughs) Like I think really I've learned a lot of patience that I didn't even realize I had or needed but also too, just really leaning into the process, which I never did. I was like, like I said before, I was very all or nothing, like strict on myself. And it's really allowed me to just relax into motherhood Mm. a lot more. And it has taken time. Like it didn't happen with my first baby or not even necessarily with my second, but like more Mm. as I went into it over the years, I've just realized that that's not the right mentality to have. And you have to be patient and kind with yourself, because that's the only way you're going to get ahead. It's the only way.
0: Yeah. Such a good answer. And when you think about being a mom, you think about patience is with your children, but like you need it with your, with yourself too. That's so important. Such a beautiful answer. If you could give one piece of advice to another mother at any stage in motherhood, what would it be?
1: Ooh, life doesn't give you what you can't handle. Like, I really, truly, and my mom's always said that to me. She's like, life doesn't give you what you can't handle. And I think when we have that approach that, hey, we can get through this. It might be hard, but we're going to get through it. Let's just maybe take a step back and look at what's going on. But you can, you can get through it. But also prioritizing yourself like that, that is huge. And it's not selfish to put yourself first, like even just like going to the gym or, you know, planning your meals. Like you have to put yourself first because when you do that, everyone else will benefit. I used to think it was quite selfish. I was thinking, you know, same before, like if I'm going to the gym, if I'm eating healthy, if I'm prepping some food, everyone's going to think that I'm just caring about myself. And that was in my own head. Right. Now that I've been doing this for years, my family wouldn't have a clue. Like they wouldn't have a clue. Mm -hmm. This is what I do. They're just like, this is just what we do. And things just tick along and mom's healthy and she's fit. And Yeah. It's because I make time to do the things that I know that matter. Like if I, I go to the gym because I become a more patient mom, when I'm a more patient mom, the household is more patient. Like it's just, yeah. And I'd say, that's what I'd say to mothers. It's not selfish.
0: Mm. Everyone, I think almost, maybe not everyone, almost everyone has said something similar to this in their own way in their own space of like you've got to take care of yourself in whatever way that is for you and that it is not selfish so I'm hoping that maybe once and for all we can set down this idea that taking care of yourself in motherhood is selfish because I don't know where it came from but we've all seemed to internalize it along the way that you know baby children whatever come first we come last yeah you gotta let it go
1: It really, it really does. And I think it just comes with maturity and, and age as well. Like mm-hmm. I would not have said that back in the day. I've been like, oh, it's all with the baby. And, and mm-hmm. it is, but that's going to happen anyway. You know what I mean? Like, right. you're not going to neglect your baby. At home. Right.
0: <laughs> no, you're that. right though. And I think it's so important to say that for people to hear it, Like you are going to take care of your children and the ways that they need to be taken care of regardless. So mm. show it for yourself too.
1: And flipping the whole... um you know, the mentality about, oh, taking care of yourself is selfish. They're watching everything you do. And if you want your child to grow up eating well, exercising, all of the things that we're doing, you, you have to model that for them. Yeah. That doesn't just appear. They're not going to get that from watching Bluey or whatever show on TV, right? Like they need to see it from you and it starts with you and so just like this morning in the gym when I was not having the perfect workout I flipped that and went you know what my three-year-old and then my six-year-old came in and you know they were trying to do push-ups under my feet and I'm like oh this is just not happening but they're in here doing push-ups before school like not that I'm like you need you push up but right And right? <laughs> my middle he loves like hanging off the pull-up bars and pulling himself up and he finds that fun but I'm pretty sure that Maybe, well, maybe he would have just learned to do that, but if he didn't see that since he was born, it would have like it wouldn't be in his world. And yeah, yeah I mean, habits can go both ways, right? If they see negative yes. habits, they're going to adopt those. If they see positive yeah. habits, they're going to adopt those. And I just think as mothers, we need to just go. You know what? Even if it's not about me in this workout, it's about them. They're seeing it. They're they're part of it, and
0: mm. we're yeah. we're they Yeah. That's a beautiful reframe when things are not going the way that you had hoped. And you know, we can tell them till we're blue in the face that this is what they should be doing. But if we're not doing what we're saying, that's what they're catching is like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) We we need to eat our vegetables, but instead we're sitting on the couch eating ice cream every night. Like, okay. All right. Got it. Message received.
1: Yeah. And even just talking to them about certain things, like, you know, I'm very honest with my kids about, you know, today, mommy is feeling really cranky. I'm feeling cranky. Yeah. and I'm sorry. It's not you. It's me. I'm feeling yes. cranky today because you know what? I haven't worked out in two days. That's probably why mommy's feeling a bit cranky. Cause I haven't moved my body the way I should. And so it's, it's helping them understand that, Hey, mommy's not just being cranky, but why, once again, why, why is mommy being impatient and cranky? It's not about them, but yeah. that their behavior isn't any different than any other day, but I'm taking it, it, it's triggering me because I haven't done what I should be doing to take care of myself to be a better mom and respond better rather than react. And that's been a huge thing. And it's, it's a work in progress. Like I'm not perfect every day. I definitely react sometimes, but it's way less than I
0: used to. So Mm -hmm. yeah, totally feel that. But I think it's good too, that you're like, even just in the, I'm feeling this way, like acknowledging and naming your feelings in front of them and, and saying, this is not a you problem. This is a me problem. And I have the tools to fix it. I just need to fix it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just give mommy time for this. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, let me go in the other room. I will be back. And, and I've said that to my kid before too. I'm like, I need a minute. Like, let's, mm. let's go our separate ways and come back and regroup. And I don't think that that's damaging at all like showing and modeling that people need space sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm really
1: big on saying, you know what? I just need to, I just need to move away from you children and do my breaths. Like I need to go and just do some breaths because when I take a breath and I know it sounds a bit like woo woo, but it's so true. Oh,
0: I'm woo woo. Let's bring it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) When you breathe through it, you can handle it. And kids get so worked up a lot of the time. So it's teaching them. That, hey, I need to remove myself from this situation and do my breaths and come back when I'm ready. But you have to allow me that space, just Mm -hmm. like I'm going to allow you that space to do your breaths. And, you know, two minutes later, we're all happy again because we've had that, that breather.
0: Yeah. Oh, the breath is so important. Yeah, no, I we're full woo over here. So I totally embrace and appreciate that for sure. Okay. So I know you're big into fitness. Is there, are there any other ways that you reconnect to yourself in motherhood?
1: Yes. Um, I just think having goals for yourself in general, like just having small goals, whether it's daily or weekly or whatever it is, like, you know, things can, can fall away is habit formed as I can be. I still, things still slip up, right? Like I'm like, Oh, it's winter. I'm definitely not drinking as much water as I should. Okay. So how can I get back to that? So just knowing that I'm doing something in the sense of like water, I fill up my water bottle, The Mm -hmm. you know, 2.2 liters. And I need to get through that in a day. Sometimes I go, you know what, I've drank half of that and it's now bedtime. Like that's, that's something I want to work on tomorrow. But just re- like that reconnects me is working on myself in some little way, because as a busy mom, if you don't check in with yourself with what, Hey, why do I feel this way? What, what's not working? What is working? So many things can end up slipping away and we yeah. don't realize it until we're like in a tizzy or we feel completely frazzled and it's just reconnecting Like, like you said, reconnecting with yourself going, okay, what, what has been lacking? Like what haven't I been doing that normally fuels my fire and sometimes it's like walking like I yeah. that's and it's funny that you said that because I was actually thinking that this morning we've come out of school holidays my mom's over here from Vancouver it's like I haven't been going for walks with my girlfriends in the morning and we leave at like 5 15 in the morning stupid o'clock in the morning but it's the only time that we can go and I've felt a bit disconnected because I haven't been making an effort to do that So that's something I'm going to work on next week is going, I'm going to get back into that. That's how I'm going to reconnect to me as a mother going for a walk without my children, without my family, with my friends. So it's just finding those things that light you up again. And it can be as simple as going, Hey, I'm just now drinking enough water this week or it's socially or it's emotionally or it's, you know, personal development, whatever, whatever it's gonna be different all the time. And I think it can be different each week can be different each day.
0: (laughs) I love that. Oh, I love the idea of goal setting, but the follow-through isn't always fantastic. But that's so great. Just something to work toward in, you know, the hustle and bustle of every day that there is something for you that you're you're working yeah. towards each day. I love that. No, oh, and I love that you said stupid o'clock because I also say stupid o'clock. I've <laughs> never heard anyone else say stupid o'clock before. So <laughs> we are bonded. We are bonded. I have one final and probably the most important question. Oh, no pressure. <laughs> is Bluey as popular with Australian parents as it is with American parents? One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. When you said Bluey, I had to ask. I was like, "Well, it is the the motherland of you know our beloved uh, healer family."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's um when I say filmed in Brisbane, it's created in Brisbane. Oh my god! So gosh. all the scenery is around Brisbane, I which is pretty that. cool.
0: That's really cool. Yeah, my kids are obsessed. Okay. It's a
1: great show. <laughs>
0: I love that the opportunity to ask an Australian happened because um, I was worried that they were like, this show is terrible.
1: <laughs> what What are Americans thinking? Oh, no no, 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 no. Yeah. It's like, it is the bee's knees of all oh of the kids' gosh. shows. It's amazing love it and it's hilarious and it sends good messages and sometimes I'm like gosh I need to be more like Bluey's parents
0: (laughs) oh my gosh I know I know and I I've heard something that has helped me when I'm like oh my gosh they're so involved someone pointed out okay those episodes are what seven eight minutes long like you can be present fully with your children for seven or eight minutes you know do a Bluey burst and then give yourself a break
1: oh my
0: gosh I love that that's so true yeah for sure Love that you love it, too. And I love that, you know, it's just such a uniting force. We need more Bluey in our lives. And how many times have you watched an episode and you're like, nope, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Or like
1: the, the pool episode where the dad forgets the all pool. of the stuff. And Everything. I was like, "There's mom again!" (laughs) Oh
0: my gosh, the motherhood load—you know, it's like the actual physical load, but the whole mental load for sure. She shows up with all the things. I when they're sitting in the in the sun, like roasting, (laughs) when they're sitting in the shade. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. Oh my gosh, this was so fun! Thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Thank you for creating something that I think is so needed to hold space for moms to move forward on this journey, but in a way that's really supportive and inclusive of the motherhood experience.
1: No, thank you very much. No, I love it. It's, it's, it's me. It's all come from everything that, you know, I've gone through and hearing my client's stories and, just knowing that we're, we're not alone. I think that's the biggest message is that a lot of the time we rely on our husbands or our friends to help us get through, but that doesn't last and everyone's busy, right? Everyone has their own lives going on. And when we wait for others to help us on our own journey, we're actually doing ourselves such a disservice because Mm -hmm. imagine how far you could get if you just went, you know what, I know it sounds so cliche, but I'm going to stay in my lane And I'm going to just focus on where I'm at and moving forward. Don't focus on where, you know, someone's day 100 is when it's your day one, completely different and everyone has different lives and things going on. And yeah, we're all going to have obstacles. We're all going to have struggles, but we can get through if we take a step back instead of thinking of it as a setback.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. We just go,
1: okay, we've got this and then move forward and the thing mm-hmm. is the great thing about obstacles like if i have a client that's like oh no everything's like perfect and they're very like type a personality and everything's going so smooth i'm like come on just like i need an obstacle because you learn from them right yeah. and you get hit with an obstacle and then you go you know what that's probably going to come up again but now i know how to handle it now i know yeah. how to approach this and i call it um obstacle spotting like think ahead in your week where could things go a little bit haywire and how can we preempt that? Maybe it's a social event that you're thinking, oh my gosh, I might eat and drink too much at. Like how mm. can we know that that that's coming? What can we do instead of getting to that and going, sweep that under the rug? Like mm. we, we can look at that and go, how can we get over this and through it rather than ignoring it?
0: That's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> I think there's so much that you have packed in your program that can carry over into other areas. Of the average mom's busy life, you know, with anything. I, I I do the obstacle spotting with my my six-year-old. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what's gonna be the thing this week? You know, what's what's on the calendar that is gonna be a situation for us? And we're really no different, but we often forget about us. Mm. <laughs> I think it's so important as moms, if there's an area that we need help or support in in any way. I mean, even if it's just like I cannot clean my house one more weekend, I hate it so much. I don't if you're paying for the help. In, in the form of a house cleaner or, you know, a coach to help you on your fitness journey or on your mindset journey or whatever, I think it's so important to invest in yourself in whatever way. I feel like when you put the money out, whatever the amount is, you're telling the world, like I'm showing up, like it's time for me. And I think the universe we're getting woo again. I think the universe will stand and deliver when you say, okay, I go first. So I think this yeah, is a an opportunity. I,
1: totally. And like you just said about like a house cleaner, like that that's one area I resisted for so long because I was like, I should be able to do this. Mm. I work from home. I should be able to do all of the things, right? And I was like, hang on a minute. I, it takes me, say, two and a half hours, three hours. If I have undivided attention to my house to clean my house, top to bottom, that's just like floors and bathrooms, mind you. That's not yeah. all the, the extra things. Right. That's three hours out of my week that I could be putting into my clients and my business. Like, no brainer. So when you can think of it differently, it changes everything. And even I hired a business coach. I've had two different business coaches and I love investing in myself because I step up to myself Yeah, and I went, you know what? I invest in myself and therefore I, I, I grow. I, and I, it's uncomfortable because I have to show up, right? Like <laughs> you're like, Oh, yeah. I have to do the work. But if you don't do that work, you don't grow. And that's, that's the difference. I think you can, you can stay uncomfortable. You can stay mopping your floors and staying and hating it each week. Or you can go, mm. you know what? how is this going to benefit me? How is this going to elevate my life and give me more time? Is that more time with the kids to go and ride bikes? Is it, you know, more time in my business? Is it more time with my partner? Like whatever it is, hmm. think of it differently rather than, oh, pay this money or I should be able to do it myself. Uh, when, we, when we change that mentality, everything changes.
0: Yeah, I've heard the saying before, we should all over ourselves. We've got to quit. we got to quit, mm-hmm. you know? And just think about it you're paying someone to clean your house, you're giving them an opportunity. You're paying them for a service that they offer that they can then take the money to invest in themselves. So do totally. it. And it takes a
1: thought out of it as well. It's like they just come in and do it and they leave. And whereas, yeah. Oh, now I need to pull that out. Now I need to move that. And then it just creates, and then you get distracted. That's a big thing for me. I would start mm-hmm. cleaning and then get distracted with something else that needed to be cleaned. And next thing you know, like I'm spring cleaning my house on you know, a Tuesday morning. And I'm like, I could have been working. (laughs) What are you
0: doing? Yeah. Or I start organizing the spice rack. And also I don't cook in our family. My husband does. So like, I have no business being in there at all. I just need to sweep the floors. (laughs) I totally (laughs) totally feel that. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm so glad you came on. And I'm like, I told you before we started recording this, you're one of two, the first two episodes Um, That I've had guests come on and talk about, you know, the body and taking care of your actual physical being. So I'm really excited to have this conversation because all of the other stuff, the mindset stuff, the spiritual stuff, like it's also important, but like the big picture, the whole picture, the holistic approach is... Also, so so important, great, Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. yeah, yeah. So, everybody follow Tara again. All of her info will be in the show notes. So, go give her a follow, connect with her if this seems like your jam. And she's just lit up, like you can tell she's so passionate about this. I know you can't see her, but she is just so jazzed. So, I can imagine how magical being in her container is. So, definitely Aww, go check her thank out. You.
1: And yeah. I love when people message me and say I listen to the podcast because I'd love to know where you've come from and yeah I'm yeah reach out and just say hi
0: yeah do that do that thank you Tara so much and I hope to talk to you again very soon thanks Janine Thank you again, Tara. This was such a fun conversation. If you are interested in joining Tara's eight week fit mom method program, the link to the application is in the show notes and what a great time of year, new year, new goals. Since recording, Tara has also rolled out the productivity power up your four week reset program. The productivity blueprint includes goal setting, designing your space, tailored worksheets, weekly videos with Tara, masterful day and week mapping techniques, and task streamlining secrets, plus additional bonuses. The link to that will also be in the show notes. It is only $59 Australian, which if I'm mathing correctly, is about $40 USD. So hop on it. What a great deal. And she's such a vibe. So just being in her energy is totally worth $40. If you're still listening, thank you. So happy to have you here. So appreciate all of you. I am taking a small hiatus from social media. I'm just trying to go inward bit and focus on where i want to go next don't worry the podcast isn't going anywhere it is so life-giving and i love it so so much so i will still be releasing episodes weekly although i will not be posting about them on social media for the time being i am toying with the idea of creating a container for the beginning of the year to kind of tune in and tune up and to really just check in and assess where we're at right now and where we want to go and how we can make 2024 as aligned and as expansive as possible. If this sounds interesting to you, I'm going to go ahead and drop a link to a wait list in the show notes. And it's just to kind of gauge interest. The investment fee would be very very small and really just to get you to show up because when things are free we don't show and when we have to put some skin in the game we are more likely to show up so information on that will be coming out soon it's really just something that i want to do for myself as we roll into a new year and i think it's something that others could benefit from as well. So if it sounds interesting to you, I literally just brainstormed this idea in editing this episode with Tara. I wasn't really inspired and yeah, that, that wait list will be in the show notes for you. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe so you get notified when new episodes drop each week. It means so much and helps drive the algorithm so that others can hear about all the amazing goodness going on over here on the Having a Mom Woman podcast. And until next time, remember, please, you are so amazing. You are so loved. And in case no one else has told you, I am so proud of you.